Rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome guys. We got a quick show today. I just wanted to come on, give you a little update on what's going on in the news bracket, guys. Guess what? Facebook is in court. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And they are now admitting that the so-called fact checkers of their platform, right, are just opinion makers. You don't say. Really? (laughs) More on this, guys, uh, right after these words. Don't go anywhere, guys. Broadcasting. From the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Zuckerberg announced he was changing Facebook's name to Meta and expanding its borders into the Metaverse. What is the Metaverse? Uh, Metaverse. In the Metaverse. Metaverse. The Metaverse will be the successor to the mobile internet. The company promises a new reality, full of avatars and futuristic worlds. Today, we're going to talk about the Metaverse. I want to share what we imagine is possible. It comes as other billionaires are venturing into new realms. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk have poured billions into space projects. I want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer, because you guys paid for all of this. But as these businessmen expand their territories, there are growing concerns about how their technologies are impacting the world. January 6th, the group of Trump supporters violently stormed the U.S. Capitol building. I was at risk of being stripped of and killed with my own firearm as I heard chants of killing with his own gun. Documents leaked by whistleblower Francis Haugen shone a new light on how Facebook did little to stop the attack. Like they basically said, oh good, we, we made it through the election. There wasn't riots. We can get rid of civic integrity now. Fast forward a couple months, we got the insurrection and revealed how the company knew it was spreading hate and misinformation on a global scale. From stoking ethnic violence in Ethiopia, to fueling a genocide in Myanmar. The more we're invisible, the more harm is done. And we've seen this in Myanmar, and we've seen it in India, and we're living it in Ethiopia now. So why does Facebook, now Meta, continue to put profit ahead of the safety of its users? This research is not a bombshell. It's not causal research. It's in fact just... Well, I beg to differ with you, Ms. Davis. Uh, This research is a bombshell. And as the world follows Mark Zuckerberg into the metaverse, can we trust it? All right, guys, I'm going to stop it right there. Why you should be worried about Facebook's metaverse and these so-called opinion checkers. Who the hell are these people? I've been saying this for like well over a year now. 
into this podcast about fact checkers, okay? From series of different episodes that I've had on this podcast about Facebook's opinion checkers. That's what I call them. They're opinion checkers. They're not fact checkers. Well, uh, if you've been following close to Facebook's uh, news angle, right? Facebook has been in court uh, more than a uh, more than several times this year, folks. Uh, quite recently, on December sixth, Facebook was sued for its role in facilitating the genocide of Muslims in Myanmar. The Facebook papers revealed how the company chased profits, often at the expense of safety, and used these so-called opinion checkers of what they call fact checkers, which is another segment in the courts that's being questioned. So, the question is, folks... Can we trust Mark Zuckerberg's so-called metaverse? Because, folks, it's becoming a tool for misinformation and surveillance. It really is, folks. Now, I'm not trying to make, you know, uh, conspiracy theories or this and that, but pay close attention to your account. And the last couple days, I can say this on my personal account, if anybody follows me on Facebook, the Patriot Angle Podcast, um, I just earlier today noticed a box uh, literally in uh, on my Facebook account. Um, which clearly says, and I'll quote, okay, which, which kind of baffles the hell out of me. Baffles the hell out of me. Okay. I looked at it earlier today. And it literally said. That my account. Was in violation. For restricting. A code or something. With Facebook. That was earlier today. Now fast forward. To current time. I looked at it. And it's gone. Oh I wonder why. I wonder why. Because they just got done with a case and they're afraid of getting sued so pay attention to your, your Facebook account guys I'm not trying to make a conspiracy theory I'm not trying to be like hocus pocus and all this crap but you know something fishy is going on with Facebook it really is folks because I mean this is becoming a surveillance tool for the federal government it, it really is you know uh, you know who the hell are these opinion checkers and what the hell is metaverse? You know, I, I heard from friends and close people that tune into the podcasts uh, when I do them here on the show that, you know, metaverse is the new Facebook or Facebook is the new metaverse or whatever the hell it is, right? Seriously. Goes to saying that, you know, you can vax the entire planet, but you can't feed the starving. Question mark, question mark, question mark. I posted that on my Facebook page earlier today. I wouldn't be surprised if Facebook was uh, was censoring that. 
saying it's a violation of ethnic uh, code or some kind of bullshit. What happened to freedom of speech, guys? Seriously, right? What happened to freedom of speech? Well, check this out, guys. More on this Facebook metaverse opinion checking bullshit scenario. Facebook's rebranded may be a cynical attempt to shift focus from its numerous failures. It sounds like we made a mistake there. I apologize for that. In retrospect, it was a mistake. We have made a lot of mistakes in running the company. It was my mistake, and I'm sorry. But the metaverse, at least on the surface, promises a new era. Today, we are seen as a social media company. But in our DNA, we are a company that builds technology to connect people. And the metaverse is the next frontier. The next frontier, huh, folks? What is this dude up to? Seriously. That's the million-dollar question. What is this young billionaire up to? A tool of surveillance? I think it's going that way, folks. It really is. You know... I love how Meta literally just became the plot of an episode of the Black Mirror. What do I mean by that? Anybody ever see that episode? This is going back a little further. I think it was back in the 80s or 70s. It was kind of similar to like the Twilight Zone. Where, you know, they they used, uh, you know, computer graphics and everything else to pretty much torment or you know uh, change the mindset of the individual is Facebook literally going to that angle to try to trick us into something that they want us to do but we just haven't figured it out yet it's insane guys how Zuckerberg and Bezos somehow managed to make virtual reality and astronauts uncool yeah if you know where I'm going with that you know my favorite psychological uh, professor professor excuse me once said our adoptability will be our downfall and that has always really stuck with me You know, folks, there's a, uh, a gentleman here uh, that, that I know. Um, I'm not going to say his name for privacy issues. But he said this to me. He says, you know, Mike, I stopped using Facebook about six years ago. The reason is there's so much hate being spread around unnecessarily. It's making my life stressful. And he said this to me. Mike, you should do the same thing. You should delete the app. Delete the platform. And go on with your normal, everyday life. Facebook, folks, is literally destroying our society. It's destroying our next generation of youth. The hate, the division, the racism. Everything. 
that we have in this society is coming from platforms like Facebook and Instagram and all these new apps that are out there, TikTok and God. There's so many that are being developed day by day. Is that the society we have to live in, folks? Is this the new norm to, to hate people, to, to create division, to create violence? You know, I, I, there's a there's a part here where Zuckerberg literally says this. He's trying to imply that he will create the metaverse when VR chat has existed for years and concerts are happening in Fortnite. Anybody knows what Fortnite is? That's uh, affiliated with the uh, platform Twitch. Um pretty much have to, you know, I mean, you know, if he's going to, if he's going to try to say that he's pretty much stealing the concept of Twitch and other platforms that are affiliated with Twitch. Folks, he just doesn't want Facebook to turn into MySpace by claiming ownership over the next phase of social platforms. Because folks, that's what Facebook is. It's a rebirth of the original social media from the early 2000s. Everybody remember MySpace? I remember it. I used to use it when I was in high school. It actually existed. The original MySpace actually existed from, I want to say, like 96 to like around 2003, 2004. And then we got Facebook. Who's to say if Facebook never existed... And MySpace literally was the Facebook today. Would it be a better Facebook? Would it use tools to spy on us? Would they hire these independent opinion checkers? Who's to say, folks, right? I mean, who's to say? It's business, right? I guess it's it's business, right? It's good for business. The difference is, folks, that this metaverse will pretty much decentralize all of us, our way of life, our society, everything that we see in this world. Uh, I guess you could say that uh, this proves that the real universe was created. It was created for people to manipulate it in their own aspect, their own way. You know, Facebook, guys, is like a drug to a lot of people. My mom and dad, who grew up in the 60s and 70s, literally... When they were growing up, folks, they didn't look at phones in their house. They didn't go on laptops. They didn't use tablets and Bluetooth devices and this and that. They didn't stand on Facebook or Instagram for hours.
They hung out like regular normal beings. Today, I can't stand Facebook or even Instagram. You know why, folks? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the technology. I really do. I just don't like how it's being used, how it's manipulating people, how it's transforming our mental health into unhealthy levels. Literally, folks, Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter. Knowing how mental health is declining due to people feeling they need to constantly show this perfect side of themselves. They have to sh- they have to snap that selfie every 3 seconds. They have to write that tweet every 2 seconds. They have to you know post that picture on Instagram every single hour. What else is there? The TikToking, right? They have to create a video on TikTok every day. Instead of creating new spaces on this social media crap, I personally feel we should fix what is clearly already broken in this society. Our broken generation of what the hell is going on in this world. Because folks, this product, this product called social media needs to be pulled off the shelves, rebooted, redesigned, and deplatformed for the better part of humanity because it is literally deprogramming all of us. It is creating more harm than good. And you can fact check that if you want to. Be right back, guys, after these words. Don't go anywhere. Patriot Unfiltered Raw. And she deserves to be devoured. Just like this chocolate-dipped strawberry. Edible delivers. Order online or in-store. Is Facebook a communication device or is it a truth machine? Manufacturing truths, selecting certain stories, diminishing, dismissing, censoring others. What is the role of media and social media in the stories we tell ourselves and the truths we believe in? Now, in this video, we are going to use a bit of Russia Today footage. And I know you'll say, well, Russia Today is Russian state-owned media. Yeah, so even with that, and then what about me? I've got all sorts of biases and concerns and interests, but together, let's look at Facebook, the comments from Russia Today, and a few stories about Facebook in particular that you might find interesting. Seems Facebook's independent fact-checker may not be so independent after all. A US congressman has questioned the impartiality of factcheck.org. Wait a minute, I've just heard I'm being paid by Vladimir Putin. Hold on, you can't trust me either. Who's saying that? It's still me. What? There's two of me? Well, at least. Factcheck.org, which is supposed to tackle vaccine disinformation. US congressman Thomas Massey claims in a series of tweets that Facebook independent fact-checkers brought in specifically to deal with what he calls vaccine misinformation are really funded by Johnson & Johnson, manufacturers of one of the vaccines. 
This issue of vaccines has become a contentious one. There's no denying that. There are some people that are very, very uncertain about vaccines and some people that are ardent that it is the solution to the current pandemic. There's a wide spectrum of beliefs around it. All right, guys, I'm going to stop it right there. Everybody know who that is? That's, uh, you know, good old Russell Brand, you know? It's it's funny, too, because I, I this guy, you know, I, I follow him from time to time. I wanted to plug him into the show. I thought it was it was appropriate to do so, folks. This guy is like 95% more accurate than our own journalists that we have in mainstream media today. I mean, can anybody agree with that? Literally. Seriously. can I mean, can anybody agree with that? Can we really trust vaccine fact checkers? Because everything that you post on Facebook today, they fact check everything that's COVID or vaccine relatable, right? Go ahead. Do a little experiment. Say that vaccines are not to be trusted. And I guarantee you'll be opinion checked, right? Within minutes. Then just, just go ahead. I'm not going to put your Facebook account in jeopardy, right? You can do what you want to do, right? That's, that's what we call uh, uh, United States. You do what you want to do. It's freedom of speech. But go ahead. Do a little experiment on your Facebook or your social media account and write something about vaccines or COVID. I guarantee, folks, you'll be, you'll, you'll be opinion checked or fact checked with the minutes. And you'll have a little box that will pop up. Right on the bottom of the screen or wherever they normally post that. It's like right underneath the uh, the posting, pretty much. That you are spreading misinformation. It's you, you are spreading misinformation. One more time, we're going to restrict your account. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Folks, they're not going to do a damn thing. It's more fear-mongering. They, they won't do it, folks. Trust me, you're not going to lose your account. Facebook is in business because of you, the account holder. Do you really think that they're going to ban you from their platform? They can't afford to do so, folks. Every person that signed up for this platform, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, all these little billionaires and millionaires, they're in business because of you. They depend on you. You're like the honey to their honeycomb. Pretty much. Pretty much. But there's nothing new. Nothing new about this uh, Facebook using third-party fact-checkers or opinion-checkers versus the fake news or what they call it, fake news. So... Here's my next topic here. Why do they decide to use fact checkers? What's the real reason behind it? Why do they have to literally bring in these opinion checkers to uh, to pretty much challenge the question? Like why? What, what's the reason behind that? There's a video here I want to plug into the podcast here. I think it's very, very relatable, folks. Remember about two years ago, uh, I believe it was PBS, right, NewsHour? 
that literally posted this on their YouTube channel. It's about a year, uh, about about a year and a half, two years ago. What Representative Ocasio or Cortez uh, is seen questioning Mark Zuckerberg on when Facebook will fact check. Check this out, guys. This is rather rather interesting here. These are two liberals uh, questioning themselves. Check this out. Era of Cambridge Analytica. I don't know off the top of my you head. You don't know. Um, did anyone on your leadership team know about Cambridge Analytica prior to the initial report by The Guardian on December 11, 2015? Uh, Congresswoman, I I believe so, and that some folks were, were uh, tracking it internally. And you know, I, I'm actually, as you're asking this, I, I, I do think I, I was aware of Cambridge Analytica as an entity earlier. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't know if I was tracking how they were using Facebook specifically. When was the issue discussed with your board member, Peter Thiel? Uh, Congresswoman, I don't, I don't know that often. You don't know. This was the largest data scandal with respect to your company that had catastrophic impacts on the 2016 election. You don't, you don't know? Well, Congresswoman, I'm sure we, we discussed it after it, uh, after, after we were, were aware of what happened. You see what she's doing there, right, folks? This was about two years ago, right? You see what she, uh, you see what the representative uh, Cortez was doing, right? Uh, questioning uh, Zuckerberg on the, uh, the the fact checking. She's basically just doing that, you know, because she's covering her own ass. You announced recently that official policy of Facebook now allows politicians to pay to spread disinformation in the 2020 elections in the future. They're doing it to cover old Basement Joe. I guess it's okay for uh, liberals to literally fact check the conservative, but it's wrong when it's the other way around, right? Pretty much. I mean, I guess that's how fact checking works now in society, right? It's okay for the left to literally post what they want. Oh, no, the 2020 elections, they were fair and honest. You can't say anything about 2020 elections. You can't say anything about COVID. And you can't say anything about the vaccines because they are the most safest and effective vaccines on the face of the world, even though we developed them in less than a three-year span, and had less clinical trial behind them. Folks, this is society. This is the way society is today. This is the whole, the whole shamil, right? I, I mean, I, folks, you can't make this up. Literally, you can't, you cannot make this up. Now, there's an article here. This woman, um, I'm assuming she's an artist here. Okay, I bear with me, guys. I, I read the article earlier before and just briefly. And it caught my eye on a lot of different things. A lot of different things. Like I said, this is coming out of New York Times. Okay, that her Instagram handle was metaversed last month. Right, they're using this new word, metaversed. I guess that means banished or restricted or something, right? It's the new social media word, metaverse, right? It was metaverse last month. So it was vanished. 
Five days after Facebook changed its name to Meta, an Australian artist, right, guys, found herself blocked with seemingly no recourse from an account documenting nearly a decade of her life and work. Guys, she spent a decade, well over a decade, documenting everything of her life and her work on her social media account through Instagram. Okay? Now, this woman's Instagram account, you can see this on the New York Times, guys. Very, very interesting uh, article. Basically, her account was erased. Now, this is an artist that, you know, is from Sydney, Australia. This past October, Thea May, okay? An Australian artist, a a technologist, found herself sitting on prime internet real estate. 2012, she had started an Instagram account with the handle at Metaverse, a name she used in her creative work. She used this thing in 2012 before Metaverse was even thought of, folks. Before it was even thought of. She used the name Metaverse in her creative work. And then all of a sudden, just this past October, the account was erased. For what? Copyright infringement? Yeah. I think this woman should sue the shit out of Facebook for copyright infringement. She used the word long before Mark Zuckerberg ever developed the freaking name to begin with. Now it goes into here that she documented her life in Brisbane where she studied fine art and her travels to Shanghai where she built an argumented real uh, excuse me reality company called Metaverse Makeovers She had fewer than 1000 f- followers when Facebook the parent company of Instagram announced on October 28th just about a month ago right month and a couple weeks ago that it's changing its name henceforth Facebook would be known as Meta, a reflection of its focus on the metaverse, virtual world, right? We had to listen to that that crazy video that I plugged into the show earlier in the episode. It sees as the future of the internet, it says. Now, in days before, as the word leaked out, this woman here from Australia began receiving messages from strangers offering to buy her Instagram handle. You are now a millionaire, one person wrote on her account. Another warned FB, meaning Facebook, isn't going to buy it. They're going to take it. Folks, this woman literally was disabled 
erased. They destroyed her account because she had the name Metaverse. Folks, this is crazy. Crazy stuff. Folks, she started Metaverse makeovers in 2012 when a phone running her app was held above one of the real-world fingernail designs created by her team. The image on the screen would show holograms popping from her nails. This was before Pokemon Go, before Snapchat and Instagram filters became part of everyday life. If anything, if any credit should be due, it should be to this woman. She's the true visionaire of Metaverse, not Zuckerberg. It's funny, folks, that a billionaire or anybody, for that matter, sees that a pretty much a nobody by then develops a concept they're quickly there to erase it well I guess they'll always be there to quickly erase everything in life because this is the society we live in a deranged psychopath society that we live in folks that's my closing Hope you learned something from this podcast episode. Please, folks, share it with five friends and have five friends share it as well. If you want this podcast to continue forward, please, folks, please share this episode and others. Because I truly believe that episodes such as mine, the Patriot Angle podcast and other podcasts out there are the only true hope of survival for this country. Because this country is going through crazy, crazy times. It can be saved, folks. But the choice is ours. It's always going to be ours. That being said, folks, thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you on another one. Patriot Unfiltered Raw. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast, an anchor platform.